Welcome to Four Dimensions for Teachers, a podcast with Dr. Caroline Blackley, covering topics that surround today's dynamic teaching and learning environments. Ignite your curiosity, engage your passion for discourse, and encourage others to join us in these robust conversations, all to strengthen our community of practice. No need to put your hand up. Just tune in as we laugh, cry, challenge each other, and aim high to continue to be the best teachers we can. When you interact with students in your classroom, do you consider yourself to be fair across all students or do you feel that you have a bias? This question when I ask teachers, often our first response is absolutely I'm fair. Of course I'm fair with all students in my classroom. I want you to reflect for a moment though, what does that mean to you compared to what that means to the students in which you are working with? We often see fair as if a student is needing correction or if a student chooses an inappropriate behaviour, they are often the words teachers will say to me, but Carolyn, he chose his behaviour. So when students choose inappropriate behaviours, we feel that a fair response is that we go in with an amber footprint or a corrective teacher-student interaction. If you are a student that is choosing, for want of a better word, or for using the word that is given to me, So if you are the student that chooses inappropriate behaviours most of your time in school, possibly outside of school as well, and all the interactions that you receive from an adult are in a negative or a corrective manner, then why would you change that behaviour mindset? What would there be in interactions that suggests to you that there is a different way to do it? Being fair in classroom interactions between teachers and students is also not about being equal. This is not the old debate on equality that every student receives the same. What it is about is that there should be a baseline that certainly stems from equality in how I see you in my teaching and learning space. Do you truly believe that every child that is sitting in front of you, every child that steps through that door and becomes your student is welcome, as welcome as every other child that is sitting in that classroom? How do you connect with students so that they believe that their value and their worth in your classroom is the same as those of others, no matter what their behaviours are? Because that is the ground, that is the formation of a basis for connections on which we can then build our interactions. The first most valuable thing for students is to know that we truly believe we love having them in our classroom. That does not need to be confused with we do not always love the behaviour that they are modelling or demonstrating in that teaching and learning space. So let's come back to are you fair or are you biased? Think of students that might annoy you. Think of students that you might get frustrated with most often. What are the interactions like with those students? Do they sit in the space of more around corrective interactions or more around interactions that bring them back to the curriculum. Our job as a teacher is to move past forms of bias, and to do that, we need to know what our biases are. So for me, and I'm very aware of my bias, I grew up, and we all have a bias, even if we think we don't. So I grew up in poverty. We actually spent years of our life living physically on dirt floors. No concrete, no, I'm not making it up, We literally had dirt floors under our feet. When I went to school, we would be bullied quite significantly, and I still remember at least five names pop into my head instantly, first and last names, 
of the students, my peers, who, whether they realised it or not, were incredibly cruel in their interactions. I had teachers who were very definitely biased towards the fact that I was what would have been referred to as a feral kid. I was a kid that came from that family. And I knew by different teacher interactions that they thought that of me even before I walked into the classroom. Now, I was a straight A student and I was a student who achieved academically. And through that, I'm sure many of those teachers tolerated me. That gap has become, I believe, even more so in today's classrooms. And more of it, rather than being around students or children of poverty, it is linked now to students who are not learners, who are challenging in their behaviour, and often who have a disability or have something that adds teachers feel to the need for them to do their job. When we provide a curriculum that is suitable for all learners, everyone benefits. So to be aware of your bias, mine is most definitely as a teacher, I actually have room and space for all the students that have challenging behaviours, for students who maybe don't have the equity to access um, usual education or participation. So my bias actually sits on the other frame to where many teachers will. My bias will sit towards students who appear to be given everything, who have had it easy and who tease and bully other students because of the way they dress, they look, their gender preferences, their disabilities. I almost become a protector of the students that are put out there for others to criticise. So when I am teaching, I need to know my bias because it will prepare me for how I interact fairly with all students. That is what I get paid to do and that is the job I need to do. So I want you to think about your bias. What are the things in your life that influence you to be biased towards different groups of students and children that are in your school, in your community, in your classroom? Because to atone for those biases, we need to have an awareness of them. Doesn't mean that I am not pleasant to every child in my classroom. I believe that I am. I am truly a teacher that believes every student should be loved in my teaching and learning space. But I've done a lot of work to be mindful of the biases that I have in my interactions. My challenge was actually in leadership towards teachers who showed a bias towards students that have come from poverty, students with disability, or students who maybe don't have an easy path or access to participate in education. I've heard many comments from teachers, particularly male teachers, so again I have a bias there, on comments such as, well that's just where they come from. We can't expect anything better of them, Carolyn. So I have in leadership had to work through my biases to ensure that I am fair in working with all of my staff as well. Think about, are you fair or biased in your interactions with your students? How does every student know that they are welcome in your teaching and learning space? How do you create a safe learning environment for every single student? And how do you let them know that no matter what their behaviour is on any given day, any given moment, that they can return to the curriculum and you will be fair in bringing them back into the fold of your mob. Thanks for listening today, and I look forward to catching you on our next episode. Thanks for listening. That's a wrap for this episode. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review and visit carolineblackley.com and join our growing community of international educators.